Thanks so much for listening today. If you heard something that you found encouraging or something that was helpful, I would love it if you would share this podcast on your social media and with your friends. I would also love it if you would leave a review for me. And you can also go to BesideQuietWaters.net to sign up for my newsletter that sends out. And you can also find um, a whole bunch of blog posts from me there and read my writing. All right, that is everything for me. I hope you have a blessed day. And I hope that you are able to see Jesus in your everyday today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope October is finding you well. It has been a bit of a crazy fall here, but I finally actually just finished the Halloween costumes for the very first time in my entire parenthood life, two weeks ahead of time. So I'm feeling really good about that. Obviously, something's probably going to go wrong with those because that's just how it works. But I think that they're all done, which means I get to do a podcast now. Because the reality is, I'm a homeschooling mom. I have three kids. I don't have a ton of time. And so these things just happen when they happen. And so if Halloween gets done early, that means that the podcast is going to happen. So the last few weeks, we've been talking about how to disciple our kids. And last episode, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that one, we talked about how do we read the Bible with our kids. But then I just left you with the huge, enormous Bible to try and figure out. We talked about how we're starting with a prayer, Holy Spirit, open my eyes to what is here, God, what you want to teach me from this passage. And then we read through the passage or we tell the story and then we say, what is the big idea? And the big idea always has to do with what we learn about God because the Bible is about God keeping his promises to the world. But I think the next question then is, where do we start? Do you start teaching about Jesus? Because that's the big important thing? Do you start in creation? How does that work with Christmas? You know, we have these Sunday school programs and they say, okay, we're going to start with creation. And we go creation, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. Oh wait, it's suddenly Christmas. And then Jesus is there. And then we are done with Christmas. And so then we pick up after Joseph and then suddenly it's Easter. And so then Jesus comes in again and it gives a very wonky sense of the whole entire Bible and how it all fits together. And where does Jesus even happen? Is he friends with is he, well, of course, he's friends with Joseph, but is he, is he around Joseph's time or he's totally other time? So I'm going to give you a really easy plan until Christmas that you can use. And what I am using as this plan is an idea of if we took the whole Bible and we just shook it out into its major parts so we can understand how it fits together, then you're going to end up with about 10 rocks in that jar. Obviously, you could shake it out even further to just get the biggest events, but I think that you can split it up pretty well into about 10 weeks. Now, I want to say this first. If you have a different plan that you're working through with your kids, keep with it. It's awesome. That's what God's putting on your heart. Do it. This is just for people who are just have no idea where to start or just want someone to tell them where to start because they don't have the creative energy or the space or they're just exhausted and they don't know where to start. So that's who this is for. If you already have something, I bless you. Go ahead. Use that. That's awesome. But if you are looking for a little pattern to follow, then here is what I suggest. And this pattern that I suggest actually is going to fit really well until Christmas. It can take you all the way through Advent. There's about 10 weeks left until Christmas. And so this will give you a really good starting point. And then once it's Christmas, you can talk about Jesus' birth and 
things like that. And then until Easter, you can spend your time looking at lots of different events from Jesus' life. And then you can talk about Easter and then you can start again, or you can look at the Psalms or Proverbs or pick a certain life or a character that you would like to look at how God continues to be faithful to them through their entire life. There's lots of options. So this is, I'm going to give you the quick flyover and then we're going to talk about each of them. So you're going to want to start in Genesis. Then you're going to look at the story of Noah and the covenant there, the Abraham and his, the Abraham, Abraham and his covenant. Then you're going to look at Exodus and you can spend a lot of time there if you want, because it's really, really important to the whole story of God and the giving of the law. And then you're going to look at Kings and the prophets and Jesus' birth. So, start with creation. And you're going to have some major points that you want to point out there. That God created the whole earth. That man is part of God's creation. That God's creation is good. And that God created man to be in relationship with him. And that sin came and got in the way of that and separated man and God. And then also the promises that God makes about that one day one of Eve's descendants is going to come and crush the snake. And if you're going to do this week by week, I would recommend reading the creation story in somebody's storybook if that's easier for the level your kid's at. And then just come back to it later in the week and read it in the Bible and just pick out one verse that you want to focus on. That God said it was good. That all humanity is created in God's image and we are image bearers or this promise that God made that one day someone is going to come and crush the head of the snake and before we go any further I should have said this earlier but I just want to say my suggestion is to not try and plan to do this every single day the ultimate goal is to be reading our bible every day and to show our kids that we need to be reading our bible every day but if you've never done this before, or if you're in a season of life which is particularly exhausting, or your kids are quite young, or I don't really know your scenario, but it's better, I think, to just say, I'm going to try this twice a week, and I'm going to build up to every single day. So the first week is going to be creation. The next week, you can look at Noah. And the big thing you want to pick, pull out from Noah is the covenant that God makes with Noah that he will no longer destroy earth and all its people, but that he's going to take that punishment, that covenant unto himself. And the rainbow is actually shaped like an arrow, with the arrow going up into God, the pain going up into God rather than to the earth. And that time you can also talk about the Tower of Babel, because that throws in there too, just about like man and the division and how much we need God. The next large stone in the jar of the big, big Bible story is Abraham and how God calls Abraham to follow him and he makes a covenant with Abraham and he says, Abraham, I'm going to make you a blessing to the nations. You are going to have land. I'm going to give you somewhere to live and I'm going to give you so many descendants because that's a big promise that God continues to keep through the whole entire Bible that his people will be a blessing to the nations, and that's directly connected to Jesus. And then we get to one of the biggest jar stones in the jar, and that's the Exodus. If we were going to actually just pick out like three things you were allowed to talk about in the Bible, it would be creation, Exodus, Jesus. 
Exodus is so important because what we see is God is the bondage breaker. And in Exodus and in the story of Egypt, God takes on all the Egyptian gods. Each of the plagues is connected to an Egyptian god, claims his supremacy over it, frees the captives from slavery, and brings them to a mountain where he tells them about himself and gives them the law. That's a really, really important thing because even Jesus' life, you see little allusions to the Exodus where he goes out into the wilderness, where he crosses the Red Sea or crosses the Jordan. Um, He is the bondage breaker and he is the one who relieves people from slaves and sets the captives free. So Exodus is a really, really important story to spend. And you can spend a lot of time there if you want. If your kids like it or they're getting into all the different plagues and the stories, absolutely spend time there and pause because it's a really great one to understand. And growing up, I had no idea how important Exodus was to the the biblical story. Okay, after that, the next week after that, it's going to be about kings and about how the Israelites didn't want to be ruled just by God and they wanted a king. And in general, the story is about how over and over and over we see man unable to do what God has asked them to do, to live by the law, to be governed only by him. And then even the kings, they just, they don't do a good job. And you just see over and over again, the need for Jesus, the need for someone who can keep the law, the need for someone who can be a good and righteous king. And so we have this covenant and there's prophecies again about how from this line of kings, a king who will come and his kingdom will have no end, right? Out of the line of Judah, there's someone going to be born who will bring in an eternal kingdom. And the end of kingship and the king's chapter in the Israelite memory is things are really bad and then silence, and then they're waiting. They've been exiled, they've been kicked out of their land, they've lost all the promises, and they are waiting for someone to bring them, restore them, redeem them, and bring good things to the nation. And that brings us to Mary, a young teenage girl chosen by God, to bear the snake crusher, to bear the perfect king, to bear the one who will be a blessing to the nation, to bear the one who will take on that pain of the covenant with Noah and the rainbow and the arrow going up into his heart, and the one who can keep the law perfectly. All of these things from the Old Testament are going to be met in Jesus. And that brings you to Christmas. So for the next couple weeks, that's what you can do. Week by week. And I will lay these out in the episode notes so it's a little bit more clear. But that's what you're looking for in terms of just introducing your kids to the idea of the Bible. And we'll talk a little bit more about how to talk about the story of Jesus because there are some really hard things about that. That Jesus dies and is killed and that can be really troubling for little kids. It's troubling even for me as an adult to think about that every Easter So we'll take a little bit more time to talk about the life of Jesus, but that gives you a pretty quick overview of the Old Testament. And obviously there's more in there. There's more great stories of God's faithfulness. But if you were just looking for a guide or some kind of structure until Christmas with your kids, if you want to get started on this, that's my suggestion. Twice a week, do out of a storybook Bible, something that you have, and then read it and then on another day, read it out of the actual Bible, and you can use Lego, and you can, or you can use 
peg dolls like I used and you can tell the story or you can act it out dressed up. Just help your kids be involved using their imaginations and their whole bodies because God is interested in not just our brains or just our hearts, but in both, right? We're learning with our brains and we're moving and doing these things with our body. I think that I will leave it there because I know a lot of you don't have a ton of time because you have little kids. You can check out the episode notes and I'll put this at the bottom that sort of lines this out for you. And I hope that that's helpful just to help you get started of a place of how do I introduce my kids to some of these stories? What are the major points that I'm looking for? With that, I'm going to leave you with a blessing because I always like the opportunity to do that and just pray for you a little bit. So let's do that. May the God of all wisdom and insight open your eyes and your hearts and the eyes of your children to the good truth of the Bible. May he equip you with everything that you need to instruct and lead and bring your children to a place where they can encounter him. May he whisper to you and shout to you and speak to you about his love for your children. May he give you love and patience and eyes to see your children as he sees them. When you are tired and you're living in the fog of exhaustion, may he be your light. When you have lost your patience with challenges with your children, may you find patience. May you know manna in the desert and water and quail in these difficult times. And may you be able to hold on and grasp the joy and the blessing that your children are, even in a difficult season that is very intense. May the God of all peace guard your heart and mind in Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, that's it for me. Have a blessed week, and you're doing a great job, I can guarantee. Keep it up. Thanks so much for listening today. If you heard something that you found encouraging or something that was helpful, I would love it if you would share this podcast on your social media and with your friends. I would also love it if you would leave a review for me. And you can also go to besidequietwaters.net to sign up for my newsletter that sends out. You can also find um, a whole bunch of blog posts from me there and read my writing. All right, that is everything for me. I hope you have a blessed day, and I hope that you are able to see Jesus in your everyday today.